The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts, lift them up to the Lord. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south and the transcendent power of God touches earth in the humility and love of Christ. Here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country, we gather for ordered worship upon this matriculation Sunday. The liturgy, music, and homily and sacrament this day are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership, service, and ministry in our midst, and as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, enlightened by your Holy Spirit, those who teach and those who learn, that rejoicing in the knowledge of your truth, they may worship you and serve you from generation to generation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. May we exchange with one another signs of his peace. be seated. A lesson from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 2, verses 4 through 13. Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, what wrong did your ancestors find in me that they went far from me and went after worthless things and became worthless themselves? They did not say, where is the Lord who brought us up from the land of Egypt, who led us into the wilderness in a land of deserts and pits, in a land of drought and deep darkness, in a land no one passes through where no one lives? I brought you into a plentiful land to eat its fruits and its good things. But when you entered, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. The priests did not say, where is the Lord? 
Those who handle the law did not know me. The rulers transgressed against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal and went after things that do not profit. Therefore, once more, I accuse you, says the Lord, and I accuse your children's children. Cross to the coasts of Cyprus and look. Send to Kedar and examine with care. See if there has ever been such a thing. Has a nation changed its gods even though they are no gods? But my people have changed their glory for something that does not profit. Be appalled, O heavens, at this. Be shocked, be utterly desolate, says the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and dug out cisterns for themselves, cracked cisterns that can hold no water. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Please join me in reading responsively verses from Psalm 81 with the antiphon. aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. Then I would quickly subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him, and their doom would last forever. I would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. And now, beloved, rise up in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Deo, the reading of the gospel, and the singing of our hymn. Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 14, verses 1 and 7 through 14. Glory to you, O Lord. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat the meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited 
by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit at the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in the true person, Jesus, to reconcile and to make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. God calls us to be the church, the body of Christ, to celebrate Christ's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our, our hope. In life and in death, in life beyond death, God is with us, we are not alone. So we believe. So we recall, thou shalt have no other gods before me, make no graven image, not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor father and mother that thy days be long upon the earth. Thou shalt not kill, steal, commit adultery, bear false witness, or covet. So we recall. So we remember the gifts and blessings of happiness. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. They shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek. They shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all manner of falsehood against you in my name. Rejoice and be glad. Your reward is great in heaven. So we believe, and so we recall, and so we remember. This is a day of new beginnings, time to remember and move on, time to believe what love is bringing, laying to rest all pain that's gone. This is a day of joy, of anticipation, and of hope. If you are listening today in McAllen, Texas, or San Diego, California, or Tokyo, Japan, or London, England, or Worcester, or Cleveland, or the North or the South Shore, know that all around us there are young voices and young hearts, 4,000 tongues or so, 
to be exact. That's four times the number that Mr. Charles Wesley pleaded for in his great hymn, Oh, for 1,000 tongues to sing. And 8,000 hands and 8,000 eyes and 8,000 feet and all together in a time of hope. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. This is a day of great hope. The excitement of it is electric up and down Commonwealth Avenue. Last year on this occasion, after the matriculation service, on a day that was about 25 degrees warmer than it is today, I made my way back up Commonwealth Avenue slowly. I aim to be the slowest walker at Boston University, and so far I hold the award. I stroll, I saunter, I lollygag, flâne dans la rue. I am a slow walker. Along beside me came three matriculants, rising freshmen there, now, then not rising sophomores now. And they took me in stride, and they listened, and they asked. And I asked them what was meaningful. One was uh, from the matriculation service, one was from China, one was born in Puerto Rico and from Maryland, and one was from North Florida. Two were going to the Warren Towers and one to the Towers, and there is a difference. At the end, I asked a third, what was most meaningful? And she said, well, you know, I am a first-generation college student, the first in my family to go to college. And at matriculation, I learned that 17% of our class are first-generation students. And even the fellow who spoke, uh, the president of the university, uh, he's graduated, he has a PhD, and he was a first-generation student, and he's the president of the whole thing. One said to her, do you, have, do you think you'll be the president someday? She said, if I have time, I hope so. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul, that sings the tune without the words, and never stops at all. We are here today in earshot of two precious gems, diamonds, that are parables two millennia old, written by Luke in Greek in the year 85 or so, spoken, it may be, by Jesus in Aramaic in the year 30. You recognize them. They take hardly any preparation or interpretation, so real they are. One is about humility. One is about generosity. And there's a reason they go together. Humility is the generosity of the spirit. Generosity is the humility of the flesh. Humility is the generosity of the spirit. Generosity is the humility of the flesh. These are the steps in the path of faithfulness that we take together beginning here at matriculation, hour of joy and anticipation and hope at Boston University. You know, we've heard two beautiful parables, so we'll add a third. This is a modest one. It has whiskers, if you will. It's meant for today, this matriculation Sunday. It's a story, as all parables are, with a point, as all parables have. This Ohio, we had the privilege of, this summer in Ohio, we had the privilege of preaching for a week in 
shoreline of Lake Erie and at Lakeside Chautauqua. And after the Sunday service, a man came out whom I had not seen since graduation day in 1976, a classmate of mine. We were pretty good friends. His family had invited me to come home with him to Canton, Ohio that Easter, but we had lost touch. And there he was, we gave each other big hugs because he was a celebrity, having known us so long. He was invited to a luncheon that week at which he was asked, could you tell us something about college life back then? And I thought, I wonder how this is going to turn out. He said, well, you know, sometimes, I love the adverb, Bob was a, a source of reason in our teak house. We were kind of a wild bunch back then at Tau Kappa Epsilon. One day, we were up, we found a stray cat, and one of our members who was a pre-engineering student and thought he had a flair for aerodynamics built a parachute. It was a beautiful thing. We were sure it was going to fly just right. We went up to the roof of this three-story antebellum home that had been a, a stop on the Underground Railroad. We sometimes went up to the roof. And we were about to test this parachute with its flyer, this tomcat from our neighborhood, when Bob came up the stairs and said, well, well, what are you doing? You can't do that. You're going to hurt that cat or worse. But they, the brothers, were not inclined to delay. So they started toward the flight. And he said, no, stop, stop for a moment. Look, go downstairs, get a milk bottle, fill it with water to the exact weight of the cat, cat in one hand, milk bottle in the other, then take that up on the roof, tie it to the parachute, and see just how effective your aerodynamic engineering is. They weren't inclined to delay, but they took a vote, 16 to 11, and they paused, according to Lenny's memory, went down and got the milk bottle, fixed it to the parachute, went up to the roof, and let things fly, and guess what? Of course, it parachuted right into the macadam and splintered into 500 pieces. And the brothers of Tau Kappa Epsilon, a pallor wreathed the features of the patrons of the game. And they put their heads down. Somebody let the cat go, and the cat went down, lickety-split, three stories with eight lives yet to spare. And Lenny said, you know, I said, Lenny, is that really true? I don't remember it. He said, I've been telling that story for 35 years. I guarantee you it's true. And he added, that is one of my happiest memories from college. This is a feline fable with a focus. This is a matriculation moral. It's just here. We love you. Be careful. Think twice. Four years from now, may your happy memories be as many as the sands on the seashore, as many as the stars in the sky, and your regrets just a thimbleful. Count them on the fingers of one hand. So the parables guide us in life and in faithfulness. Today we come to the sacrament of Holy Communion, a moment of memory and of hope both. And as we do, we come with a common hope. This is our common hope at Marsh Chapel, Boston University, extending by voice around the globe. A hope that our warming globe caught in climate change will be cooled by keener minds and cooler heads and calmer hearts calmer hearts, a hope that our dangerous world, armed to the teeth with nuclear weaponry, will be guided to peace th through diplomacy and detente, 
A hope that our culture in this land of the free and the home of the brave, at its worst, awash in rhetorical hooliganism now, will find the better angels, spirits, souls of its history and nature. A hope, a common hope, that this country fractured by flagrant inequality between rich and poor children will rise up and make fine education and excellent health care available to all children, rich and poor. A common hope that our schools and colleges and universities will balance a love of learning with a sense of meaning, a pride in knowledge with a respect for goodness, the thrill of discovery with a regard for recovery. A hope that November 28th, which is Thanksgiving Day this year, along the tables of the families of this country, which are divided in many ways, there might be a chance to pass the creamed onions and the squash, to carve the turkey, but also to talk turkey one to another, to pass the mince pie, but also to pass on humility and generosity, as in the parables today. A common hope that in our choices, especially as young adults, about vocation, there might be space, yes, for a way to make a living, but also for a way to make a life. A common hope that our grandparents, mothers, and fathers who've borne the heat of the day, when they come to their dotage and time of need, will receive care that befits the warning in the fifth commandment and allows them, in generosity and peace, a way to be quiet, warm, and safe. A common hope that is finally not of this world only, but of this world as a field of formation for a world to come. Not just health, but salvation. Not just earth, but heaven. Not just life, but eternal life. Not just creation, but new creation. So that we might sing together as our forebears, the brothers Wesley did. Finish then thy new creation, pure and spotless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation perfectly restored in thee, changed from glory into glory, till in heaven we take our place, till we cast our crowns before thee, lost in wonder, love, and praise. This day of joy, hope, and anticipation is indeed a day of new beginnings. Amen.
Dear friends, please be seated. It is a great joy and privilege this morning to bear greetings to you on behalf of all of us here at Marsh Chapel. My name is Brother Larry Whitney. I have the privilege of serving as university chaplain for community life here at Marsh Chapel. I bear greetings also on behalf of our dean, the Reverend Dr. Robert Allen Hill, our university chaplain for international students, Dr. Jessica Chica, and our associate chaplain for Episcopal ministry, the Reverend Dr. Karen Coleman. All of us will be outside on Marsh Plaza following the service. We are excited especially to greet those of you who are matriculating students here at Boston University. Come on out, introduce yourselves, and say hi. For those of you who are matriculating as undergraduates, please stay with us on Marsh Plaza. uh, The procession up to university matriculation will come by about 1245, and we will be happy to help you join that conflagration under the leadership of our Dean of Students, Kenneth Elmore. Uh, For those of you who are matriculating into graduate programs, more information about your matriculation activities will be forthcoming from your schools and colleges. We bear a word of greeting also to our radio listeners on WBUR 90.9 FM throughout New England. Some of you may be driving moving trucks this morning. If you are experiencing the temptation to take your moving truck onto Starrow Drive, we bring a word of encouragement this morning. Please don't. Thank you. Here at Marsh Chapel, we have a range of first week activities coming up throughout the coming week. More information is available in a flyer you may receive in the narthex on your way out. Uh, It is also listed in our term book, which is available on the way out and uh, on our website at bu.edu slash chapel. On Tuesday, September 3rd, we'll be having our first day of classes breakfast from 8 to 10 a.m. in the Marsh Room downstairs. Please come for lots of good food and fellowship hosted by Dr. Chica and Reverend Dr. Coleman. Uh, Following that from 10 to 2 is our Religious Life Fair on Marsh Plaza. Come find out about all of the Religious Life groups and activities sponsored throughout Boston University from 10 to 2 on Marsh Plaza, concluding with an ice cream social. On Wednesday, September 4th, the Marsh Organization for Volunteer Engagement, our student uh, organization here at Marsh Chapel, will be having a back-to-school giveaway from 12.30 to 2 p.m. on Marsh Plaza, so drop by for goodies then. On Thursday, September 5th, we have a very full day from 11 to 1 on Marsh Plaza is yoga, meditation, and more. Come to get centered as the semester gets off to a, uh, a start. From 4.30 to 6 p.m. on the BU Beach, we call it a beach, but it's the big lawn next to the chapel, uh, covered in grass, not sand. Please join us from 4.30 to 6 on Thursday for the Marsh Chapel Dean's Garden Party hosted by our very own Dean Hill. Those of you who have been enjoying the wonderful music by our Marsh Chapel Choir this morning should... uh, Anticipate auditioning on, from 6 to 9 p.m. on Thursday uh, and can join under our, the leadership of our music director, Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett, and his colleague, our associate music director, Thomas, Justin Thomas Blackwell. Uh, we encourage you to be in touch with them at musicmar at bu.edu uh, to, to uh, find out more details about the ad- audition process. On Friday, September 6th, we have the greening of the dorms. Come plant a a little plant to have in your dorm room to bring a little bit of life into a space that can feel otherwise a bit spartan, especially if you're perhaps in Warren Towers, not to be confused with the towers, as Dean Hill mentioned. Uh, That happens from 11 to noon on Marsh Plaza. I would strongly encourage you to get here early. They don't last. 
Next Sunday, September 8th, is our Welcome Sunday here at Marsh Chapel at 11 a.m. in our interdenominational service. That will be followed by a barbecue lunch, again, on the BU Beach. We hope to see you there for that. And then in the evening at 7.30 on Sunday, September 8th, you may wish to audition and join the Inner Strength Gospel Choir here at Marsh Chapel under the direction of Mr. Herb Jones, a phenomenal ensemble uh, that uh, a little bit different than what you're hearing this morning, but a joyful noise and an important spiritual presence in our community. For all of the upcoming services and activities at Marsh Chapel, do see our website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. As the ushers wait upon us for our morning offering, we invite you to meditate on William Matthias' setting of verses from Psalm 67, Let the people praise thee, O God. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
for the work before us, the life within us, the fellowship among us, thy love that surrounds us, we give thee thanks, O Lord. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray in Christ. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. Your Spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you. 
The blessing of God Almighty, Creator, Redeemer, Sustainer be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen. <laughs>